Chris Weir effect. Join the journey. Thank you. Let's join the journey. This is Chris Weir. I've got Gene Moore with me for episode number 14. Man, we're just crushing them. That's 15 in what? Three, four, five months? We're putting out content like crazy. Well, we're incredibly busy. We, we really are. We are running the uh, most prolific direct mail lead generation company in the industry. I mean, we're doing massive volumes of mail. To date, we've got over 500 million pieces of mail that we've done through Lead Concepts, a half a billion pieces of mail uh, since our inception. So, and we're growing, we're growing rapidly. And, and you know, that takes us to the topic today, is building your corporate structure around your strengths. That's our topic today, and how perfect is that? I spent, if I may, may I? <laughs> I spent um, the last uh, eight weeks driving around the country. I've been to 20 different states, 8,300 miles in the lead concepts mobile, and visiting with brokers, uh, brokers that are tasked to grow. Grow the number of apps they're writing and grow their downline. So they need to be recruiting you know, they're hiring, they're training, but they're also expected to write more apps as well. And I found in conversation with several of them that I came out with the question, did they have the structure in place and a, a plan for growth, but even have the corporate structure? And, and the biggest part of that is that so many of the people I was visiting with, I felt like were very much like me social, conversational, never met a stranger, you know, just like everybody that, that you meet. And they were a lot like that. But guess what? They were running their businesses. They're involved in so many of the decisions and how they're gonna how they're gonna recruit, how they're gonna onboard, what's that what does it all look like? You know, they're involved in paperwork more than ever. And so I'm not going to say they weren't loving their job or living in a joyous place, but I believe the, they're out of position much as I was. Lead Concepts grew to a place where it was profitable and doing enough mail, but it couldn't grow anymore. And it couldn't grow because I was doing all of those kinds of things that I, I think a lot of people are doing now in the brokers that I visited. So the concept of corporate structure starts with putting the right people in the right seats, which you are familiar with that, with that concept. So what were, the, what were the, the business tasks you were doing that were taking you away from what you like to do? Well, it was, it, was, uh, it was hiring, it was putting processes in place for onboarding people, it was being involved in the payroll, it was uh, holding people accountable to have a, a weekly meeting or a monthly meeting. Anything that organized and structured is something I'm less naturally gifted at doing. I can do it, right? And we, we can all do all of it, but it doesn't mean we should, right? And what we found, you know, at Lead Concepts is that when I stopped doing all of those things and put other people in place that were naturally gifted to do those things, they liked doing them. They were gifted at doing those things. And then I got to move out 
more to a, a marketing role, more to a champion, champion the company in a bigger picture spot and get out and go meet the customers and find out what's working with them, what are we doing well, what, what can they be doing better, do they understand all of our products and all of our, what our CRM will do? And they got a better sense of who I was, but also who the company was. So putting myself in the right position to be happier and more functional meant that the company really started to grow. So you Corporate to structure starts at the top. You had to know your strengths and, and focus on those, but you also had to know your weaknesses and make sure that people were in place to handle those. I'm just going to call them departments. You lost me at weaknesses, right? Because I have strengths and then I have things that I'm not as strong at. Right. I don't have any weaknesses. Right. <laughs> right. That's like buying something that's cheap. Why would anybody buy something that's cheap when they can buy something that's affordable? I'm in marketing. Just I'm a wordsmith. You, you would, I don't have any weaknesses. I just have certain things I could be even better at. So you still had to analyze it and you had to say, here's what I want to be doing and I need, I need help in these areas. And I'm going to go get help in these areas so that I don't have, I'm not doing those pieces of the job, but I'm going to go out and do what the, I'm good at. The thing for me is this constant effort to get more information about how a business should run. Right, and, and more of our podcasts are going to get into all of that. I mean, our last podcast got into a little bit of right person, right seat before we wrapped up that one. And I, I took another personality test. And it told me, you, sir, should not be running a business. You're welcome to own a business, but you shouldn't right. be running the business. And it's difficult to hear as somebody who started the business at that time 25 years ago. Um, but everything I tried to get the business to grow did not work. And the only thing I hadn't tried is me not running the business, positioning myself in a different spot where I could be successful and the company could grow because people needed to hear the truth about their performance, what they were doing well, what they were... Uh, what they could improve on, and, and I wasn't able to provide those things for people. High fives, and I love you, and you're doing great, and let's, let's go get it. I was good at all that, but I wasn't always honest with the people who needed to know if they, if they needed to be better at something. And they weren't getting training. Having the people in place to put the structure around the sales team and sales training, I was never going to be able to be good at that while I was also doing payroll and right you've got a corporate structure for most companies sales marketing operations finance maybe technology maybe human resources if you get when you get to a certain point uh, for some for some people tech is just all farmed out anyway so it, for an agency it's going to be a little bit different uh, but at, at the core, you need people that are selling and you need training for those people. And you need an agency needs retention. How, what's the plan for retention? Oh, you're supposed to grow. I heard when I went from broker to broker to broker, hey, we, we need to grow. And my question typically was, what's your plan to retain what you already have? 
What's your plan to retain the business you already wrote? Because how are you going to grow if you're not holding on to that? So what we want to do here is focus on somebody's strengths so that they can excel in their business, grow their business. You mentioned taking a personality test, which has told you not to run the business. What about those? How, how do you find out what your strengths are if you don't just know what they are? Well, sure, there's, there are tests for that, but, but most people do know. I mean, you, you know what you like doing, what you're naturally gifted at. I mean, if, if making a sales call for two years in a row got you to a certain place and you're miserable making those sales calls, like, like when you had to do it, I mean, I, I say this a lot, right? If, if somebody's hungry enough, they, they'll rob a store. So if you're hungry enough, you're going to make the sales call. But by the time you've reached a certain plateau and you say, okay, wait a minute, I can bring somebody in who maybe, I mean, I, I'd like to do less of the actual sales calls because I'm not great at that. Bring somebody in who can actually do more of the selling. Right? It's as simple as just looking at one, one level. Um, one of the gentlemen I'm, I met with is, is running a mid-sized uh, agency slash brokerage. And uh, he was selling very, very little. But that's what he really liked to do. But he was busy because he had a number of people on his staff. He was actually doing his own payroll, keeping up with commissions. And when we got done, he committed himself to simply hiring an assistant to come in. He's, he'd been, he's got a lot of production, a lot of renewals coming in, but he didn't have a structure in place for him to be doing his, his own. And selling to him meant going out to his downline agents and other brokers that he's got working with him and maintaining those relationships. He wasn't retaining those relationships because he was, he was paying the rent. He was paying, doing the payroll. And, and he wasn't growing. And as a result of the time that we got to spend together, he saw the value of just bringing somebody in to take those things off his plate so he could get out and elevate and, and go shake hands and meet the people that, that trusted him in the first place. You know what you like doing what you're naturally gifted at. Like I know you love spreadsheets. So I don't need to take a test in order to go... Am I right? You that. love spreadsheets? I enjoy a good spreadsheet yeah. from time to time. I love podcasting. That's why I do it. I actually do. I enjoy this. I enjoy our time together. I enjoy talking about these things, talking about the trips that I've been on. And I mean, I, wo I woke up last week, 10 days ago, in Niagara Falls, you know, looked out uh, over the falls and saw Canada. <laughs> and I drove there from, te from Texas. You must well, really well, like that. I, I like I like being out and I like, I like seeing people sitting down with people that have been trusting us for years and finding out what, what we can do even better. There's no other way to do it than to get out there and do that. And um, building your corporate structure starting at the top and making sure that you know what you're naturally gifted at doing so that you like your job, you like going to work, no question, you're going to need somebody to recruit. The brokers call it marketers. You're going to need somebody to hire marketers, to bring in agents, 
to do the recruiting. You're going to need a, a, a trainer, a marketer. You're going to need certain structure in place to be successful. But don't overlook the structure of, of yourself and being intentional in the role that you should play in that. The thought process that I started the business, I have to run it, is a limiting belief. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining the journey today. As you head down the journey, remember, if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.